Welcome in the Spire, where we come up with a new intro every week. Don't you think that's a little on the nose? It is true, though. But we also committed to two takes every week. I think that qualifies as one, although I will admit that it was a little lackluster. Also, I did not commit to any specific number of takes per episode. I committed to a specific amount of awesome per episode. Then why did that amount have to be negative? You did not think that one through, did you? I imagine I did not. On that note, welcome in the spire where we... Please, don't let a misguided word twisting ruin our second take and thus the whole episode. <sighs> okay, you are right. I think it's something about this place. Yes, it reeks of grumpiness. We should really move to a better location. You cannot build an evil cult on a foundation of grumpiness. Actually, let alone a proper spire. Yeah, that needs a foundation of rock. Building on grumpiness will get us in trouble. With who? Trouble with local code. That should be our new cult name. But have you seen how much a good site for a spire costs? Most people charge extra once they learn we are mildly inconvenient because they think we would get a kick out of that. Yeah, maybe if people shared this podcast more we would be able to afford some proper base with potential for many stories more. And better weather. Okay. Welcome in the spire where stories are waiting to be built and inconvenience is waiting to be had. We are the cult that tries to inspire and we might even be for hire. I did not like it. The flow was off. Also, we have never been hired before. Which is why I thought I would put it out there. Who knows? What services do we offer anyway? Now, cultist too, while I agree with you in theory, I think that in practice I find your perspective of things lacking. How would anyone hire us if nobody knew we were for hire? Good point. Give people a reason for not hiring us through a couple of bad reviews is much more solid. That is not what I meant. We know. We too wish we had some actual perspective for this venture. Okay then, maybe we'll get closer this time. Let's just get this over with. In the, In the, In the spire. Didn't we want to update that jingle as soon as our skills have improved? Yes, that is still the plan. I see. Maybe we should do something about that. Like, try to be better. Or worse. Well, how many schemes for world domination have we started recently? None. We're not allowed to go beyond the local district yet. You have to be rated evil or at least corporate to do that. True. So, how many schemes for district domination have we come up with to improve our skills? None. We agreed we did not like this district too much, so why would we seek dominion over it? Yes. You wanted to move headquarters first. You complained about how the climate hurts you in your bones. At least I have bones. Rude. Don't skeleton shame. I apologize. That was uncalled for. See? This place makes you grumpy. Which makes me a better cult leader. That it does. So, what do we have for today? I thought we could talk about... Yes. Wait for it. Dairy products. What? No, perspectives.
That's actually a good idea. Thank you. Perspectives is a good topic. At least from one perspective. I see you are really taking this topic seriously. Frankly, we are still trying to wrap our heads around the fact that you came up with that topic. Don't take it too far. Seriously though, I like how your perspective shapes the way you see the world around you. That is true. And not just because I don't have eyes. At least not in a traditional sense. Does that mean we don't see eye to eye? Not in a literal sense. Or perspective. But figuratively we can. We could always see receptacle to receptacle. Which is a good thing to do. What? Challenging your perspective. Yes, but do you know a good way to do that? As a matter of fact, yes. Wow. Maybe we should work on our segways. I don't see what's not to like. You were saying? What? Yes. Challenging perspective. Microfiction. Micro what? Fiction who? Seriously? Sorry. Microfiction is a thing on Twitter, amongst other places, I imagine. Which explains the micro. And since we are fiction too, I approve. But we are not micro. I feel we are not doing this art form justice. Where, pray tell, can we find this art form? Thank you for asking. In the library between silliness and sarcasm, opposite seriousness. Really, cultist three? Sorry. Dear listener, despite my fellow cultist's best effort, we would like to recommend two accounts on Twitter who do this stuff. He means art form. Pretty decently well. High praise. High prose. The account in question, linked in this episode's description, are a small fiction and microscience fiction and fiction. Is that the moment where I am supposed to ask you for an example? Yes. Can you give us an example? I'm glad you asked. Are you? The way this is going, yes, as a matter of fact. Here is an example from a small fiction. Should we let Dominic read it? No, I will read it. Don't make this all about Dominic. We were doing so well and now you had to bring him up again? Sorry. So, here goes. Maybe we could share the lines a little. Why were you so wary of us when we first arrived? The alien said. You had more power than us. We thought you'd abuse it. The human said. Why? We'd never met other sentients. We only had ourselves as example. Wow. That is actually pretty good. And deep. I told you. Yes, you did. You can find a lot more where that came from on Twitter. Do the other one. Okay, here's an example from Microscience Fiction and Fiction. It sounded almost like someone spoke, but I was alone in the kitchen. I opened the fridge. Are you alright? I stared at the sourdough. Did you just talk? I've been with your family for generations. What's wrong? I told it. It's a good listener. I like that. I feel seen. Are you sourdough? No, 
But I have been told I am a good listener. Ah, glad you liked it. I'm also sourdough on my great-grandmother's side. I believe that comes in handy if you need to rise to the occasion. Good one. I would have thought this would be offensive. That's the tricky part with being funny. You have to try to anticipate how others might feel about what you think is hilarious. And if that does not work, do what you did earlier when you made that bone comment. Apologize? Yes, that goes a really long way. I will keep that in mind. Being able to apologize is a good feature to have. You mean ability? That too. But you know what? What? Dominic botched another shop talk? Welcome in the spire. How did you know? I have no idea what to talk about today, but I thought I could do with the practice. He is not wrong. After all, I don't have to release this, so I can just do what I want. Which in itself is probably a matter of perspective. Do tell. If only I had a good topic to talk about. How about perspective? I can literally smell this coming. Perspective? Sounds good. What? I would not have thought of that, but I can roll with it. So, perspective it is. Did that just happen? From my perspective, it sure did. Your perspective shapes your reality, and your reality shapes your perspective. Isn't that kind of circular? That does not make much sense, except that it does. The important point is that you are not stuck within a circular wall made of perspective bricks and reality mortar. That is a weird image. Instead, consider it a corkscrew, where you still go around in circles, but have the ability to shape your trajectory. I think that is even weirder. I, frankly, I'm not sure about this image, but I can't fix that in editing. You would think. What I mean is this. While it is true that the way we see the world informs how we live in it, and thus our feedback from the world, it is up to us to change our perspective. Which, admittedly, is a hard thing to do, but it is possible. I still don't think I get it. If you believe you will fail, then you will. Your outlook shapes your reality. Of course, that is not universal. Believing you can fly will not give you wings. Or to put it another way, if you are afraid to fall, you will fall because you are afraid. He should have led with that. Whether you think you will succeed or fail, you are right. Within reason. Yes, flying is hard. That applies to your craft or hobby, whether you're writing, painting, woodworking or blacksmithing. There are things that you can do to stack the odds, but if, despite planning at all, you still expect to fail, you are secretly working for the other side. As if failure was the other side. It is not? No. Failure is one of the ancient evils. Is it still bound? No, actually it roams free. But it is pretty subtle as far as ancient evils go. And all attempts to banish it have, wait for it, again, failed. Let's keep listening. But do you know what is funny? Usually not. The best way to change your perspective is to challenge it. That's actually not funny. To drive it against the wall. To try, within reason, to do the things that you think you can't. You won't be surprised right away. You will probably fail. But you will learn. You will see why you failed. Something that preconceived expectation of failure could not give you. And then you can adjust. Pivot! Nice callback. Or change your angle of attack or the technique you are using and go at the problem again. Or you change the problem by changing your goal. 
I think I talked about that before. Not directly, but it cannot hurt to check out older episodes. All in all, while this is not a universal truth, it's a good thing to keep in mind that you should mind how your mind is influencing your reality. I feel he has a point, but he keeps meandering. Maybe I fail in conveying this idea in my head that I think is great and helpful. His head? Probably the idea. But that does not mean I should stop trying. It means I should keep my perspective fluid so that it can lead me to where I want to go. It brings me no joy to admit this, but he has a point, meandered as it was. Maybe you need to change your perspective. So that it brings me joy? Yes, but also to see that he went straight to the point. On a very skewed path folding in on itself, maybe. Unless you have a skewed perspective folding in on itself, too. Can you play the rest, Cultist too? Thanks for listening, and remember to be in the spire. Speaking of bees... Nice. Do you really think so? No, but I'm trying. Queen bees have a stinger too. They do not have barbs like worker bees so they can sting repeatedly, but they only use it to kill other queens still in their cells after the first one hatches. That is dark. But it also informs the hive's perspective. Yeah, the queen is what makes the hive peaceful or aggressive or good or bad at harvesting. Which is probably a great analogy. For what? No idea. Anyway, is there anything else that is not related to Dominic that we should talk about? In addition to the two microfiction accounts on Twitter, you can also tweet at us at In The Spire. Please tweet at us. Somebody has to. Yes. And also, please leave ratings and reviews for this podcast on the various podcast platforms that you're using. Remember to be mildly inconvenient, and until next time. Okay, that was good, but we should probably come up with a topic idea ahead of time next time. Oh, this thing is still on. Do it. I'm not sure about it. Do it. Did you hear about the careless train operator? He burned his hands when he tried to pick up steam. Did you say something, Cultist 3? No. Just remember to be inspired.